Miloš Vojaković here. You're listening to One Man Slow Podcast. And I hope you will enjoy it, of course. Uh, topic for this podcast is the Serbian Under-19 Final Four Tournament that was finished yesterday. And I will talk a little bit about the games and the teams and a little bit more about prospects I watched and some of my observations about that. It was, of course, maybe I should first explain the format of competition, you know, because it's the same in Serbia for under 17 and under 19 levels. Uh, For under 15, there is a national tournament, but it is only at the end of the year. Throughout the year, teams play in their regions and the best teams from regions qualify for the national tournament. For under 17 and under 19, the format of competition is the same. There are qualifications at the start of the year and they last short. The best teams from qualifications go out and play the national league. National league is divided into two groups. The best four teams out of each group qualify for the Super League where they play only against the teams from the other group and the scores from the teams from their group just go on and they are counted in the Super League. The best four teams in Super League play in the Final Four. That is the format of competition. It's not that difficult to comprehend. It's not difficult at all. So we had that kind of league for under 17. Under 17 league was finished, I think, a month ago. Megalex won. Red Star was second. Partizan third. And Sports World were fourth. I wrote an article about that, so you can read it. Uh, It's just a short recap. And I will do mostly the same with under 19 level. But I also wanted to talk a little bit about the tournament and the prospects. First day we had two semi-final matches. It was Partizan against Jagodina and Red Star against Mega. Of course, Red Star against Mega was a much better game, much more interesting because they are both some kind of rivals at this level. Of course, they are rivals uh, at the pro level but it's not exactly the same because you know they practice and play their games in the same gym you know their parents are always in the games and they want to win against red star and it's always and in in a, a very fiery environment there are not a lot of people in the games but those who are are really passionate about that so-called rivalry so the games between mega and red star are were very interesting this year and this one didn't disappoint at all so it was a great game red star was off to a terrific uh, for to a terrific start of the game Uh, i think that after the first quarter it was like 32 to 16 or 33 to 16 i'm not sure and after that uh, mega coach Mildrag Rajković 
went to a combination of full court press and zone defense in half court. Uh, he he uh, set up a full court press that was mostly zone zone press, and there were elements of man to man full court press. It was very interesting to watch that because he mixed it a lot and Red Star players just couldn't find a way to answer that. And they uh, they just blew their entire lead and at the half it was a couple points lead for Red Star and the whole second half was just a battle between those both teams and it was tied throughout the entire half and it was very very interesting to watch that game and to see prospects play and how they manage to deal with those situations those nervous situations because uh, let's face it you know those players who play on the best teams in the country do not have enough opportunities throughout the year to play in close nervous games you know because mostly the games they play in are blowouts, they win by 20, 30, 40 points even. And we cannot see them, how they behave when it's crunch time, when it when the game is close, who wants to be the hero, who wants to step out, you know, who wants to hide from that responsibility and to hide from the ball. So that's one of the reasons I like to watch games like that and especially when it's in uh, the youth categories because as i said before it's not uh, it's not that often that we have the opportunity to watch them playing close games so it was a great game uh, partisan against Jagodino was also not a bad game of course because after a bad start Jagodino had very good very good uh, series of three-point shots uh, to mention their uh, f- power forward center interior player uh, Alexa Chabrillo who I think scored three three uh, points in a row in every in a row when I say in a row I don't mean in a row as his row it was a row of his team you know in three consecutive possessions he scored a free for Jagodina and it was a very interesting uh, period of the game and they came close uh, they cut their deficit to single digit to single digits and then of course Partizan uh, went to their uh, fifth gear once again and they were uh, able to finish off uh, their opponent, but it's very interesting to watch because Jagodina had uh, four players in the first half who played for entire half, and they really didn't have much depth uh, or options in their rotation. So uh, they played against a team which really, really used that opportunity to uh, control the pace and to just kill them off with extreme rhythm and 
a fast pass game in which the Yago uh, didn't have an opportunity to respond because of their short rotation. Uh, I'll start my talk about the prospects from the last team in the tournament, and that was Jagodin, of course. Uh, there's there's a guy there who's on a loan from Megalex, and his name is Mladen Grushanovic, and he's a very interesting player. I like him a lot because uh, he's long, uh, he's tall, uh, he's uh, sneaky athletic. Of course, he's not a freak of nature athlete but he is athletic and the best thing about him is that he is a southpaw that he is a lefty and that he is a very good scorer he can shoot the ball he can drive the ball to the basket has a little bit of euro step in his game which he uses pretty well he needs to work on his ability to find the best solution when he drives to the basket because sometimes uh, he couldn't but that's a problem with almost every prospect in this tournament uh, they just cannot find their breaks when they need them of course they can drive to the basket they can even go a gear up which is always important when you drive but they cannot find their breaks you know, and I'm not sure if they even want to break. Because a lot of times when you just go for a straight layup, you will get blocked when there are good interior defenders. And in professional basketball, there are a lot more good interior defenders than in youth categories. So that could be potentially a problem for all of them. One more guy from Jagodina showed interesting potential. His name is Petar Ivanovic. And he played every position for Jagodina against Partizan. He was the point guard, the shooting guard, the small forward. Uh, he has a very good frame. He's strong. He's uh, very strong in the paint. And he can withstand contact, which is always important. Uh, because... You know, uh, there are a lot of players who can drive easily at the lower levels of competition, but, but they do not have the frame uh, or the strength to withstand contact against uh, more athletic players. And I think that uh, Petar will not have that problem because he's very, very strong and he's very good against the contact and... He's one of the guys to look at for the future. Of course, as I've already said, uh, there was an interesting period for uh, Jagodina's big man, Alexa Trebrillo, and he shot three frees in a row, but uh, that uh, is not enough, you know, because there are a lot of other things in game you should do to be considered a great prospect but he is a very interesting guy because uh, obviously he has that range and as i saw because i do not have that data i think that he is about uh, let's say six nine so he is also an interesting guy to look at and of course uh, luca 
Vulikic. He is a guard who is also tall, has some creativity in his game, and he can organize. Uh, he can organize the attacks. He was the primary ball handler for the team, and he is also an interesting guy. And that's pretty much all when it comes to this Jagodin roster. Uh, if we talk about Megalex, we have a lot of players to look at, at a lot of interesting prospects. Their team was obviously the youngest in this Final Four. They had a lot of guys who are born in 99 who already won the Under-17 tournament. And they have a guy who is born in 2000 year who is already one of the best known prospects in Europe, Marko Pecarski, who also played a very important part in this Final Four and he was named the MVP of the Final Four in the end. So that tells you a lot about Mega's potential, you know, because they were the youngest team, they really could have won their game against Red Star and they have the MVP of the under-19 Final Four who is born three years uh, three years who is three years younger than most of the players who played for the team that won the championship and that is partisan so that tells you a lot about the potential Mega has and I think that we already know a lot about Petarski. I had an interview with him, which you can read in New Basketball Generation site. So, you already know about Petarski. Uh, most of you already know about Novak Music, who is also a very interesting point guard. He is born in 98, so he didn't play for Mega at the Under-17 National Tournament, but he already plays he already practices with the first team with the professional team and he's one of those shifty crafty point guards who are always there when who are, who, are, who always play electric type of offense and defense he has a lot of moves and his ball handling is very good he can drive to the basket and he can shoot of course i would like to see improved level of shooting because he needs to be a little more consistent in future but he has the range he has the shot he just need needs to work on his consistency the best thing is that he can drive to the basket he can kick after the drive and he knows how to find his teammates sometimes he is turnover prone but that is not that big of an issue yet if he works on it uh, against red star in semi-final he had a bad start to the game he had a couple of turnovers but from that moment until the end of the game and he played i think almost the entire game he didn't have one turnover until the end and that was a great thing because Red Star was pushing, Red Star played aggressive defense, he had the ball a lot 
in his hands. He organized the every attack. He draw. He drove a lot. He went to the basket a lot against defenders like Borisha Simonic, who has great wingspan, and he didn't lose a ball. So that is a great thing, and that is the kind of adjustment I'm talking about. So that was a great for from him. Also, uh, one of the best guys against Red Star was Nikola Mishkovic. You probably already know about him or you have already heard about him. He is forward, uh, somewhere in between a small forward and power forward. So we can say that he is a tweener. Uh, he has a very interesting skill set and he in recent times he plays three more than four which could be his uh, position for the future and for professional basketball but i think that he can play it both uh, with good success because he he he's really an attacker he is a player whose qualities are based mostly on offense and he is a guy who has great instincts when to attack how to attack and to shoot the ball he is a little bit uh, trigger friendly if you know what i mean from the three-point line so sometimes he needs to work on his on his decision making because he just loves to shoot that free and sometimes that is good for his team sometimes that it is not but good thing is that he has legitimate three point range and he can score easily when he is guarded you know he's not just a spot up shooter who can knock down a free when he is all alone and when he is getting the ball at the weak side or in the corner no he is uh, the type of a player who can score easily against a hand in his face which he proved in the last i think minute of the semi-final when he scored a very important free to bring mega to only minus one but in the next possession borisha simonis scored a free and red star decided and that free decided the game but the free scored by Mishkovic was an in-face free. Uh, it was very, very important. It was a clutch uh, point and it was against very aggressive defense. So he's very interesting in that way. And the best part about his semifinal performance was that he grabbed four, uh, 14, I think, or even 15, I'm not sure rebounds so that was not a big part of his game but i think that uh, since coach rykovic uh, signed for the club i think that uh, mishkovic has improved a lot in terms of aggressiveness effort energy invested so he is now also a guy who plays uh, much better defense and is more active on the boards he's not just concentrating on the offense so that's a great thing for him for the future and for now of course 
also one of the best prospects and I really mean that in this team is the Georgian kid uh, Goga Bitadze uh, he is a very very interesting player and he is probably not that well known as the guys I've already mentioned if you are not an avid basketball fanatic who follows every youth category he is a center but his stroke and his feel for the game we're talking about offense for now his feel for the game and his touch is phenomenal he scored an easy free uh, from seven meters i think that it was maybe even seven and a half maybe even eight meters with such an ease with such a nice touch you know it, it wasn't forced and he does that a lot and he also has that mid-range shot which is beautiful because it's with a lot of finesse a lot of touch and it's just not one of those forced shots that go just straight to the basket no it uh, the ball has really fine arc and it once it uh, goes in very smoothly and he did that a couple of times against red star of course uh, those shots were not all free for three points but from mid-range and it was really really interesting to see him doing that against red star because as i said before they have couple of guys with a great wingspan and with more experience in this kind of games but Bitadze is really really a slam dunk signing and acquisition for this team and I think he has a great future in European basketball and maybe even more because he has a great body which is not yet uh, brought to perfection even at this level when he is still a little bit chubby he has very good wingspan he has a great frame and he moves good for a big band so in future when he when he'll work uh, more on his conditioning and his strength and his athletic training I think that uh, he can be even better and with that foundation in his game in his feel for the game I think that he could have a very nice career he reminds me of Nikola Jokic of course he is not entirely a copy of him but he reminds me of him because uh, as Jokic he is not athletically developed he is not uh, his muscles are not there yet he is not ripped you know so he's still a little bit chubby so we can only imagine what will his production be when he gets better in those areas so those are mostly the guys that i want to talk about from mega of course there is also one more very very interesting player and his name is Uros Plavšić. He plays. 
he is somewhere around 6'10 and he plays in backcourt. You know, he plays the small forward position, he's always on the perimeter, he can score from the three-point area, his movement is great, you know, his, his uh, motor is great. Uh, he's a very, very interesting player. He's still raw, he's a late bloomer, of course, and his uh, set of moves is not that rich at this point, but all of those things could change because I see a learning curve for him and I think that he is constantly improving. Maybe that improvement was not always on the level or on the pace that people wanted or projected, but it's always there. And one of the best things about his game against Red Star was that I saw a lot of fight in him. In the games I watched in the regular season of under-19 league, there was not a lot of fight in him. There was a lot of interesting moves for a guy of his size. There were a lot of possessions where he showed that he can move great, that there is potential, but not a lot of fight. Against Red Star, he was great in that regard because he played very good defense, he fought for the ball, he boxed out and he gave a lot of problems to Red Star defenders and to Red Star attackers. So that was a very interesting part for me because when I see something like that, when I see that fight in a player, I know that it's most likely and that he will improve even more in the future because that is a very important mental part of becoming a basketball player, of, uh, of becoming a professional basketball player. You know, you don't always have to be the most athletic guy, you don't always have to be the fastest guy. I can understand that your best asset is not uh, to be a scrappy fighter who plays great defense. I can understand that. But you need to have that fight in you. You know, you need to show that when the chips are down and the game is closing and the result is tied i can count or your coach or your fan can count on you that you will not back down from a challenge and that challenge is sometimes just to grab a rebound and to endure a box out when refs will not blow the whistle if the guy behind you pushes you forward, you know, it sounds, it maybe sounds stupid, it maybe sounds like a made up story, but you know, you watched, probably watched uh, the final game of the EuroLeague Final Four. One rebound, Fenerbahce was one rebound 
away from the title you know and sometimes it's not about the title sometimes one team needs a rebound to get out of the relegation zone sometimes it's for an nba championship because we all know what happened in miami heat and san antonio spurs final game six so if you understand what i want to say is that when you have a fight in you of course maybe you will not grab that rebound but i know that you will do your best and maybe even more to do that and that is all the coach the fan the president the general manager needs so it's great to see that in a player end Uros Plavšić showed that in the semi-final against Red Star. As far as I am concerned, uh, the best player, and I cannot say the best prospect, because there was a lot of guys who are younger, who can be better professional basketball players, I'm not sure. But the best basketball player in this tournament for me was... Alexa Radanov and there are a lot of reasons for that uh, the main reason is that he was the driving force of Red Star in every sense he is about 6'8 he is a forward slash guard who can play the point guard positions because he can use his creativity to organize uh, the possessions who can, you know, just drive to the basket and assist to almost anyone on the court. He can assist to the big man who is underneath the basket. He can assist to the weak side for a spot-up shot. You know, he can easily do it all. And he does that against defenders who defend point guards. For example, well, a lot of defenders changed on him throughout the game, but there was a lot of situations when he uh, handled the ball as the primary point guard for Red Star against a defender like Novak Music, who is an electric guy, who has a great deal of energy, and who really tries to steal the ball throughout the whole possession and it's not easy to handle the ball and just to go the length of the court against the defender like that it's not easy at all and alexa did that throughout the game and the best part is that he scored he assisted and he grabbed rebounds you know he was one assist short of uh, uh no 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 he was one rebound short of a triple double against a very good team and that shows you his versatility and his versatility is mostly in offense and he has a set of moves that just you know when you're talking to the fans and you ask them what they want to see in a basketball player when they come to the game they want to see something original. They want to see 
moves that will help them uh, ease the pain of paying for a pricey ticket you know they need to feel like their place in the gym has value and Alex Aradanov is the kind of player fans buy tickets to watch and that is just the truth because there are not a lot of basketball players today in professional basketball and of course in youth basketball also who can do what he can do when he is on and in the semifinal he was very much on the entire game and it was very very beautiful it was beautiful to watch that kind of performance because he dunked the ball he dunked against contact he dunked in transition he had beautiful layups against defense and he had great assists so what is the problem with his game his problem in my opinion is that sometimes he's too passionate and he really really wants to win the game so in that regard he goes too far he goes for too much and in the process he just forgets how to win you know i don't know if that sounds logical to you but in the final game against partisan that side of him just went on and on and on and on and he forgot to assist the ball he forgot to do all of those things he did against mega because he just wanted to win the game so badly and i like that kind of passion i like that kind of drive but it needs direction you know he needs direction not to burn to overburn and not to just go out of the game in his mind because you cannot win like that you know you cannot win by yourself you have to involve your teammates if you go for a drive you need to know where your teammates are so you can pass the ball to them so you can kick out the pass to them you need to control yourself to control the game especially if you are a point guard especially if you want to be the best player on the court and i think that radano wants that in every second and i love that kind of energy but he needs to know when to slow down and when just to gather his thoughts and to lead his team with a little bit more uh, with a little more control everything else was perfect but he needs to work on that if he wants to be the best player he can be and believe me if he does that you will be hearing a lot his name he you will be hearing his name a lot in professional basketball other guy and probably the better known guy for europe and as an nba prospect uh borisha simonich of course he is a 610 forward with unbelievable athletic abilities 
his wingspan is is like crazy and he showed that a lot of times uh, with great blocks and a lot of the times his blocks were not blocks because he was called for goaltending and I think that happened three or maybe even four or five times in the final game and I'm not sure if all of those uh, goaltendings goaltending calls were for real because I think that one or two times he really did swat the ball in the perfect time but you know just I just want to point out his athletic abilities to really be a factor in interior defense in terms of rim protecting in the future he showed that even against pro competition in his limited playing time with Red Star pro team first team so he is really really great in that regard what is the problem problem is that he doesn't drive to the basket enough and I think that he went to the free throw line like for four or five free throws total for two games and when you have a guy who is so dominant in his athletic abilities and is very very talented as a basketball player his jump shot is almost automatic and his release and his stroke is perfect you want to see a little more energy and you want to see uh, him going and taking more responsibility in an offense instead of just dribbling at the perimeter and jacking up shots of course it's a great thing that he has a good almost perfect jump shot for his age but sometimes his jump shot limits him because he feels like it's enough to just go stand on the three point line and shoot the free it's not enough and you will not always have the opportunity to shoot the free sometimes your team will need you to go in the paint to post up a player who is who is smaller than you both in height and in size you know and in frame and he doesn't know how to do that the way he should you know of course he can post up sometimes but it's extremely rare and it's not enough in order to become a complete player he needs to work on his post-up moves and his post-up skills because he is very athletic for example and when he goes up both with his vertical leap and his wingspan is almost unguardable but he doesn't do that enough and he needs to improve on that in order to become the best player he can become last but certainly not the least is partisan and their prospects partisan had a very good year 
they were first for almost entire season and they really really deserved the win yesterday uh, the reason they deserve the win because is because they played a very team oriented offense of course when you see the stats you will say what is he talking about they had two players who shot the ball a lot of times they had Slobodan Jovanovic and they had Vanya Marinkovic who shot the ball a lot of times yes that is true but the path to those shots was team oriented for example, Red Star played a lot of zone. And every time Red Star played the zone, they were really oriented towards getting the ball to their main guys, of course, Jovanovic and Marinkovic, but not just doing that, you know, from the first pass and they then shoot the ball. Of course, there was a couple of situations when it was like that. But most of the time, they were steady, they were level-headed, and they waited for their opportunity to find the right guys in the right places. And a lot of times, Jovanovic and Marinkovic were open, and they shot open spot up freeze and of course they missed more than they should but it was that kind of game there was a lot of energy invested it was a very important game so that nervousness in the whole gym just got to them but they played a very good game especially Marinkovic who had a bad start but then found a way to be useful for his team even when he's not shooting the ball and he was always great bait you know because both Jovanovic and Marinkovic are very good shooters with Jovanovic having good driving skills as well so they were always you know dangerous as baits and that gave a lot of space to other partisan players who maybe couldn't always shot or scored but that gave them the opportunity to create and to find good spots to assist the ball to those two guys you know because as the time goes on in first five seconds defense is great in five seconds when five more seconds go by they are less great and in last six five four seconds defense is completely collapsing and partisan use that great so you all know about Vanya Marinkovic he's the captain of the first team he didn't play for under 19 team this year but he played in this final four and most likely without him Parizan wouldn't win. Miloš Glišić didn't play even though he played for this entire year and he'll most likely sign for a different 
team because he's 18 now and he can sign his first pro contract and he will most likely be signing it somewhere else than Partizan. So, guy I like a lot is Slobodan Ivanovic. Uh, he was the main driving force for, the, for this team throughout the entire season along with Miloš Glišić, of course. He is a combo guard who has uh, the, the needed set of skills to play the point guard. Of course, not for the entire game, but he can do that. He can uh, be effective as the point guard. But, and his primary position, if, of course, is the shooting guard. He has a great hang time on his jump shot. And sometimes he goes for a jump shot, every defender drops and he's, he's still in the air and he didn't release his shot yet. It doesn't matter whether it's a straight up jump shot, whether it's a floater or just some other kind of layup. He's very effective as a scorer, as a primary scoring option for his team. Nikola Jarotic has great potential to be a role player in professional basketball and when I say role player I mean that for the better level of teams in professional basketball. He doesn't have great jump shot of course but he is very athletic, he plays great defense, and he is great in transition. Of course, if he wants to succeed in that, he will need to improve on his jump shot. Because at this point, it's not good enough to play professional basketball on a better level. But he reminds me a lot of certain small forwards who play the game with same level of energy and passion in defense and they found ways to improve in offense let's say Vladimir Lucic for example a guy who is a great defender who has a great deal of energy who's always there for the ball and Jerotic reminds me of him in some regards so he was a very important part of this Partizan team. He played great defense on Borisha Simonic in final. He showed that he can be a great defender against great prospects, which is always important, you know, because it's not the same when you play great defense against inferior players and when you show you can play great defense against one of the best pros prospects in Europe. And he was great in that regard. And that is the main reason why I want to point out his name. Two unsung heroes for this team were Dusan Antic and Mladen Armush. Dusan Antic is the first and the starting point guard for this team. His stats are deceiving because he's a much better, more productive and useful player 
than his stats suggest. He is a pass friendly or a pass first point guard who is not interested in making his stats look better. You know, he just doesn't care about that. Only thing he cares on the court is doing his job, organizing the place and finding the right spots to pass to his teammates, involving them in game and making them better. He had a couple of situations when he organized the team against the zone. He found a way to penetrate and to kick out to an open teammate without looking, with looking, a couple of times. And those situations were always for an open jump shot. So he was very important for this Partizan team. I don't think they would made, make their... I don't think they become champions without him. Because he was always the level-headed, steady guy who gave a lot to the team, even though the stats do not suggest that. So him and Mladen Armush, who played center for this team, he had a better game against Jagodina, but he was also very good against Red Star. His offensive production is not great. His skill set in the post in offense is not that rich, but he has also great energy. He showed great hustle in defense, both in offense, and he played with a lot of heart against very good Red Star interior players. And, of course, he was great against Jagodina. He grabbed the every ball he could, he helped on defense, and he controlled the boards and he really helped Partizan protect the rim in this Final Four tournament. So, you know, he is the guy whose stats are also maybe not that great, but he does a lot of things that are needed in modern professional basketball. He has very good frame. His athleticism is also good for his position because he's very strong and he can withstand contact and he can box out and fight against box out box outs in offense so those two guys are really were really important for this partisan title so that is everything i had to say for this podcast I didn't expect it to go this long, but, you know, when you start to talk about basketball and things you are interested in and uh, impressions are are still pretty much fresh from yesterday, so that is everything I had to say. So, till next time, bye.